I'm Anthony Alejandrez, and you're listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Great show for you today. We're going to give you a quick recap of Todd Gilliland's last East race out at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and we'll get you ready for this weekend's Iowa Speedway race for BMR. And we'll be joined by Bill McAnally Racing and NASCAR West Series legend and good friend of the show, Brendan Gaughan. He'll be joining us from Iowa Speedway shortly. So until then, we'll catch you up on BMR's last race out, that New Hampshire East race. Now, New Hampshire was one of the shorter races of the year in terms of laps in the race. It was a 70-lap shootout at the flat one-mile oval in Loudoun, New Hampshire. And, of course, this was an East Series race, and only the 16 team was in the field, so we'll give you a little bit more of a brief recap of this one so we can get Brennan gone on here for you sooner. So Todd Gilliland and the number 16 team headed to New Hampshire Motor Speedway for their fifth East Series start of the year. And this time, Todd would welcome a new sponsor, Fire Alarm Services, to the number 16 Toyota and take to the track in a slightly different-looking blue-and-gold Toyota, with Napa still prominently featured on the car. In practice, Todd Gilliland would put his new-look Napa Toyota into the top 10, rounding it out in the 10th spot. In qualifying, Todd would gain a few spots from where he was in practice. He would start the race in position number 7. When the green flag fell, Todd Gilliland quickly became one of the prominent cars in the top 5, getting himself into the top 5 and spending the rest of the race in there. There were multiple restarts late in the race, and each time Todd would move his way slightly closer to the front. And on the final restart, he would battle with a second-place car and would overtake him going into the final lap. Time had run out for him to catch the leader, but Todd still brought home a strong result, finishing in the second spot. Todd Gilliland and the number 16 Napa Auto Parts team have now made five East Series starts in the year. New Hampshire made their third top five of the year and fifth top ten in all five of those races. This race recap is presented to you by BMR Napa Auto Care Centers. Need to get your car repaired? Take it to the car care experts with the best reputation in the community. Their ASE certified mechanics will take care of you and all your car care needs, and they will assist you in taking preventative steps needed to save you time, money, and hassle down the road. They've got two convenient locations in Roseville and Antelope. Schedule an appointment online today at bmrnapa.com or at 916-676-0010. That's BMR Napa Auto Care Centers, championship service from a championship team. Up next, in part two of BMR Access, we will be joined by 2000 and 2001 champion of the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West and current driver in the NASCAR Xfinity Series in the number 62 South Point Chevy for RCR, Brennan Gone, just around the corner. My name is Riley Herbst, driver of the 19 NOS Energy Drink Toyota Camry, and you're listening to the Bill McAnally Access Show. Welcome back to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Today we're being joined by former Bill McAnally Racing driver and one of the most successful at that, a two-time series champion in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West, Brendan Gaughan. Thanks for joining us today, Brendan. No problem. Anything for the Mac Daddy. I, I love Bill. He's been a great part of my life. And matter of fact, I got my buddy little Riley Herbst driving over there right now. So I'm watching Bill McAnally Racing very closely. Yeah, you guys are both out at Iowa Speedway this weekend. We got the K&N Pro Series tomorrow. Riley Herbst and the rest of the BMR bunch are going to be out there racing. And then on Saturday, 
you and your RCR team are going to be out in the NASCAR Xfinity race out at Iowa Speedway as well. So you guys have run Iowa Speedway quite a bit in the NASCAR Xfinity series. Tell us about that track a little bit. No, it's definitely one we look forward to. One, it's a standalone, and we love the standalone races. And the fans show up with it being a standalone, which is the nice part. But the most fun thing of the racetrack is just the track itself. Bumpy, wore out, tough to drive, three, four grooves wide. It drives like a speedway. I tell everybody it reminds me of a, of a bumpier Irwindale because you can run. It's a short track that runs like a speedway. You can run all the way up at the wall. You can run all over the place. It's, it's really a, become a gem for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And it's been a big deal because it's that combined race for the East where they bring both the East and the West cars. So it's a combination deal. I know it's a, a big, big deal to the K&N Series. And now looking past just Iowa Speedway this weekend and a couple of weeks, the K&N Pro Series West is going to move on in their uh, championship battle, and they'll be heading to Evergreen Speedway in Washington. And uh, oh, that's, that's a track I where that place. <laughs> yeah, that's a track where you've had a lot of success at. You got a win with Bill McAnally racing there. Do you remember much about those races or that uh, just that time in uh, the sixteen? Oh, absolutely. No, those were some great years right there. That was we we had great times up in, at Monroe. Um, had a lot of friends up there, Johnny Zaretsky and Kevin Hamlin, and and we used to go up there and, and try to kick some butt. I loved racing that track. My favorite part is that the start finish line is not in the center of the front straightaway it's further towards turn one and you actually hit the brakes in a regular lap before you get to the start finish line. And I'll never forget qualifying there where you try to drive all the way to the start finish line and you just barely make it through one and two on your last lap. And then the next car you watch them wreck in turn one because they tried to get to the line. It's uh, really a, one of my, one of my old school favorite tracks right there. And I think looking back on your time in the West series, one of the most remarkable things that stands out has to be in the 2001 season you guys raced at Irwindale Speedway three times in one season, and you and your 16 team in dominant fashion went out and you won all three of them. I mean, tell me about that in time. In one race car. Yeah. It, uh, those were the days, man. We, I always raced Walt Irwindale. I won the actual, the very first NASCAR race there, the inaugural night um, in a late, super late model. I won that race, uh, came back with Walker Evans Racing and finished like third. Went back there the first time with McAnally Racing, finished second. And then we just we just started winning, and we that place, man, we dominated. We loved it. We used to go there and test. We used to take my our Craftsman trucks there and test back in the day. I mean, that was one of my all-time favorite racetracks. Still is one of my all-time favorite racetracks. Um, it, it's man, we just that place is. We, we had something. We had a very special race car. It was one race car. You can ask McAnally about it. That race car was a very, very, very special one to us, and uh, it won every time it touched the racetrack at Irwindale. And another cool thing that happened at Irwindale Speedway for you, I think, came this year. Uh, the West Series opener happened in there. Bill McAnally puts on the show now. And you and your successor in the number 16 Napa car, Austin Cameron, both yep. came out to the track, got to spend the day with team owner Bill McAnally, and in very fitting fashion, Todd Gilliland and the number 16 Napa car go to victory lane that night. How cool was it to get back to Irwindale and get to experience all that? It was really good to see my old buddy Austin. Um, haven't seen him in a long time. He looked fantastic. You know all the all the trials and tribulations he went through is he looks great and it was it was it was a good time my dad actually came my dad used to love Irwindale he actually came to Irwindale to watch Riley Herbst with Jerry Herbst his, his grandfather who we've been friends and, and partners for shoot longer than I've been alive so uh it was really cool and Riley had a nice top five Bill ended up with it with the W with Todd I mean it was it was definitely a good night for Napa and for Bill McAnally racing I was honored to be there and honored to 
to shake everybody's hand, you know, as they as they did the intros. Me and Austin Cameron looked at each other and kind of went, what do we do? <laughs> We've never been on that side of the line. Looking back to when you joined Bill McAnally Racing full-time back in 2000, they were just coming off their first championship as a team, and I'm sure joining forces with uh, with them at that time, you were all expecting to have some great success together. But, I mean, over the course of those two full-time years in the West Series, you had eight race wins, two consecutive series championships, a great result of that partnership, great accomplishments. Could you have really asked for anything more out of your time with BMR? No, we were awesome. We, we won uh, the you know, Camping World Truck Series Rookie of the Year in 02 with the Napa Dodge that year. We won all those races in, in, in the uh, – in the the can n series and i always still call it winston west that was you know it was just the winston west man but uh it was cool we did it in two different fashions too in in 2000 we did it by just being consistent you know and and chipping away had a couple wins but we're always up front and ran well in 2001 we ended up putting ourselves behind the eight ball with the a wreck in the first race and uh, a bad run at tucson and a wreck in the third race we were way behind the eight ball so we won that championship in like 11 races that year. We just had to had to do something special, and we won eight times in those 11. You know, it was it was it was pretty awesome. Or six times in those 11, it was awesome. Yeah, and while you were winning those championships, you were working with uh, crew chief Shane Wilson atop the pit box. Now at RCR, Shane Wilson is still your crew chief, and he's been your crew chief in truck races and full time in the Xfinity series. Talk about that relationship because it's not often you see somebody have that kind of a, a pairing for that long. Shane and I went to Sprint Cup together. We've done trucks, Xfinity. We've won in every level of racing but the Sprint Cup Series together. We uh, definitely have, have a camaraderie and a chemistry there that, that is, is hard to beat, and it's, it's fun to still be there. Matter of fact, from the old Orleans Racing Team days, from their 2000-2001, big news. Danny Stockman just got named the crew chief for Paul Menard. He came in as a floor sweeper as a 19-year-old with us, um, and now he is Paul Menard's Sprint Cup crew chief. He's won... Xfinity championship as a crew chief, truck championship as a crew chief. Really proud of Danny. Shane's there with me. Junebug was another young man that was with us at the beginning of, of that 2000 season. He's the car chief for multiple championships with Austin Dillon. Uh, uh, Harley Roush, employee number one. He came he, When we started the team in 2000 with Bill, Harley Roush came from the Bill McAnally racing team in Sacramento. He was employee number one and is still with me to this day. Um, Harley goes everywhere with me. He's my, like my line of security blanket. I call him. And I mean, it's a lot of great people from that deal. Uh, Scott Meester's employee number two at, at the Orleans racing team with Bill McAnally were, uh, is at RCR with us. It's, it's pretty, we had some special people those years. Great group of guys that you got there that you mentioned. And, uh, you talked about, you know, back in the Orleans racing days and going back to the Bill McAnally racing days in Sacramento. Well, back at the BMR shop in Roseville, there's a lot of photos on the wall of just great moments in team <laughs> history. And, I mean, you talked about, you know, your days in the truck series, and you guys have that photo from Texas Motor Speedway up on the wall. And I'm sure that's a great memory for you guys going to victory lane in the trucks for the first time. Uh, that was our first win, 2002, the first race in Texas. That was the Napa Dodge's first win, our first win in, in the truck series. And it started a string of four in a row for us. And it was it was unbelievable. I mean, we – to do it at Texas, which is big for my family, was a big deal. And Mac and I, I mean, none of us were expecting it at that point yet. We knew we were getting better, but we didn't know that we were going to be able to pull that win off. And, and at one point, we were a lap down to Rick Crawford, and he gave us our lap back in the old school days when you raced back to the, ch- to the yellow flag. And Rick, Rick told me right after that race that he, he'd never give me my lap back again. <laughs> 
Well, that's a great memory for you guys, I'm sure. And I mean, as you said, you went on to win the next three at Texas after that. So that's an accomplishment in itself that we don't see very often in any series, a driver winning four in a row at any racetrack. But uh, looking back on those Orleans racing days in the trucks, you had that really cool Orleans paint scheme. And last season, you were able to bring that back on your South Point Chevy out of Darlington at the uh, throwback race. And this year, they're doing that again. And you've got another really cool one that you got rolled out this year. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, the Darlington deal has become very special to all the race car drivers. We get to run paint schemes that just we don't get to do often anymore. And the, the advantage for me is that uh, I can even run the name of other sponsors. So we're actually going to run the name of my father's first casino, the Royal Inn Casino. And he won the, he won, my dad raced in the desert. Some people may know, may not remember. He raced in the, in like the Baja 1000 and the mint 400 thing. And he won the uh, HDRA points championship two years in a row, 1977 and 1978. And the race car that he won that with was his, his orange and, and silver Royal Inn Casino race car. I took that paint scheme from, his championship years, gave it to the RCR shop. They did their best job of making the off-road dune buggy look, you know, look on, a, on a NASCAR Xfinity car. And our Chevrolet is going to say, uh, say the Royal Inn Casino on it. It's going to have my father's name over one door and his partner all those years that he raced cars with, Lenny Newman, who is 90 years old and still alive, is going to come to that race. So I got my dad and Lenny and their names on the door and they're both going to come to the race. Well, that's an awesome story. And I uh, look forward to seeing that out of Darlington Raceway. Another uh, great weekend for the throwback paint schemes, and yours is definitely going to be uh, one of the coolest ones out there. And uh, we talked about how you got Iowa Speedway this weekend. It's uh, the biggest oval track the K&N Series will visit all year. But when you were driving in the K&N West Series, you guys went to multiple <laughs> intermediate tracks. You guys went to Fontana, Las Vegas, Kansas. And, uh, I mean, now looking at that, you know, Iowa Speedway is thought to be one of the bigger races of the year. Like you mentioned, the East and West come together for that one. How important were these races to you in the West Series where you'd get to race at a venue that was raced at by NASCAR's top three series? You know, it was a different era of, of West racing then. And you said it. we had California Speedway, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Kansas Speedway, you know, lots of races at Phoenix. We had the big tracks back then, and it was very big. Every time you showed up to one of those tracks, you knew that the Sprint Cup owners were there watching. You knew that you were going to have a Johnny Benson, a Kenny Schrader, you know, uh, the cup guys come and, and race that race against you. So every time you, you showed up to those tracks, you knew it was time to perform because the, the, the big bosses were watching. And uh, that was kind of one of our fortes, man. Whenever, whenever we got a chance to go run at the big places with, when, when Bill and I were together, we, we knew how to put it on them. We won the Vegas race. We won the California race. We finished top five at Kansas. You know, we, we knew how to perform when we went to those big tracks. And that's one thing as a young driver I always learned was how to perform when the pressure was on. Well, I'm sure those big tracks really set you up well for when you did advance in your career and, you know, race at these bigger tracks now on a weekly basis in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. And now uh, this weekend for you, you got Iowa Speedway and your number 62 U.S. Cellular South Point Chevy. And uh, how do you guys expect to do this weekend? You're usually pretty fast at Iowa Speedway. Yeah, we always run this track pretty well. I, this is one of the short tracks that I really do love, and I do mean it when I say it. I've said it before in interviews that I, it feels to me a lot like Irwindale, and I've, we've talked about how much I love Irwindale. So I keep that kind of image in my head, and it works well for me. We, uh, we have the, the title sponsor of the race on the race car. We are the U.S. Cellular Chevrolet this weekend, and it's the U.S. Cellular 250. So, you know, 
Bill is used to that. When it's the Napa race and you bring the Napa race car, you got to perform when your when your sponsors on the you know on the door. And so this is the week that we really have to do uh, you know do do well and and perform for our our sponsor. And and I, I think we uh, we should be pretty darn good. I'm pretty excited about it. Well, Brennan, good luck to you guys this weekend out at Iowa Speedway, and uh, look forward to seeing you out there this weekend. And hope you uh, get to enjoy a good race tomorrow night with Bill McAnally Racing out at Iowa Speedway. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, man. I'll be hanging out on the radio with Riley Herbst, watching probably from the spotter stand. Gentlemen, start your engine. You're listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNapa.com. Featuring appearances by Bill McAnally Racing Drivers, Todd Gilliland, Riley Herbst, Julia Landauer, and 2015 NASCAR K&N Pro Series West Champion, Chris Eggleston. Now here's your host, Anthony Alejandres. Thanks to Brendan Gaughan for joining us on the show today. It's refreshing to talk to a driver who's made it to the higher levels of racing like he has. You figure he's won in the trucks, he's won an Xfinity competition, and you can still tell that he's got a great appreciation for the part of his career that he spent with BMR and Orleans Racing. So thanks again to Brendan Gaughan for giving us a great interview, and of course we wish him good luck this weekend out at Iowa Speedway. He'll be racing out there on Saturday night. Well, we're now less than a month away from the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West big return to Douglas County Speedway, and you can be there to see it all. Log on to BMRNapa.com and you can get your tickets to see the Toyota Auto Parts 150 and the West Coast Modified Shootout 100. Tickets start at just $25 for general admission, and children 5 and under are free. VIP hospitality tickets are $60, and there is great value in that ticket. For that VIP ticket, you will get entrance into the Budweiser Hospitality Zone, a barbecue dinner, two beverages, premium seating, driver meet and greets, and the VIP pit tour. So get your tickets today, and you can head out to Douglas County Speedway on August 27th to go see the Toyota Nap Auto Parts 150. It's going to be a great race. Really looking forward to Douglas County Speedway returning to the schedule. But before we can get to that race, we've got Iowa's East-West Combo Race this weekend. Now, the format of this race is slightly different than the others. So here's what you're going to need to know looking into this weekend. There will be two drivers credited with a win in this one, one East winner and one West winner, and each driver will earn points based on their finish in their respective series and not necessarily their overall finish in the race. So if an East driver finishes third in this race and is the highest finishing East driver, he's technically the winner for the East series and receives first place points. This year there will be just one East-West combo race at Iowa, Last year and the several years before it, there have typically been two combo races a year out at Iowa Speedway. And last year, former BMR driver Brandon McReynolds swept both Iowa races, not just finishing first in the West Series, but finishing first overall in both races. Quite an accomplishment and something we haven't seen before in the series. Chris Eggleston is the only current BMR driver who was in the field at Iowa last season. He finished fifth in West Series competition in both Iowa races. This race will air on NBCSN on Friday, August 5th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, so make sure you tune in for that, and hopefully you'll get to see a BMR driver take their car to victory lane again at Iowa Speedway. This weekend, they go for three in a row in that race, and they got four strong cars that could do it. As always, we thank you for tuning into our show. It's a lot of fun to give you guys these race previews every week and get to bring these great drivers on the show for you. Always new content going up on the Bill McAnally Racing SoundCloud where you can find new episodes of this and anything else we may need to post on there. And you're going to want to check out bmrnapa.com for all of your driver and team info. 
And of course, you can download us on your phones if you have an iPhone. Go to the podcast app and find Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. Thanks once more to Brennan Gaughan for joining us on the show today, and thank you for tuning in. Good luck to the BMR teams this weekend out at Iowa Speedway, and we'll talk to you next time on the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show. You've been listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNapa.com. 